previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. There's a lot to unpack here. Ceres ran off, Herkir and I followed her. We found her meeting with Valerie. An invisible creature attacked, and now Herkir and Ceres are in police custody, and Valerie fell to her apparent death. Name's Detective Sullivan. I will be conducting this interview today. Any statement you make may be used as evidence against you. The faster you answer my questions, the faster you can get out of here. Nicholas, you and Audrey arrive outside the offices of Ericor. Alistair nods, and he says, Well, the good news is, I probably know where they are. The Falcon's Reach Police has an intake facility in the district. The bad news is, the judge for the district is recalcitrant. The group enters the courtroom, and you see a very diminutive elderly female human sitting in judge's robes behind the bench. Did you hire the invisible creature? No. I... what? Who killed Valerie Wolf? The invisible creature. Finally, Judge Jody is like, well, wait, I'm, they've actually been released already. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Kicker and Sirius, the two of you have just been released from jail, apparently having been bailed out by Virginia and Galazar. Ugh. As you leave the holding facility, they sort of herd you into their company SUV, and they levitate off. We... Wait, are we being kidnapped? Uh, Virginia says, Ugh. No, of course not. <laughs> Why did you free us? It appears my associate here promised to do a, quote, joint operation with you, unquote. Oh, right. The party. Virginia continues, yeah, it appears Lillian is having his party tomorrow, and we've got the requisite invitations to get you in. We suspect Lillian of conducting business outside the purview of Valdivian. And since we're in internal affairs now trying to get him. And this involves us how? Well, apparently Lillian is also the one behind this purchase of your plaza. Ah, right. Do you think Lillian had something to do with what happened to Valerie? That would make sense. Whoa. Well, then I'd be very interested to meet Lillian. That's pretty powerful magic to have on hand for murdering a cop. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to tell me everything that happened. Sirius explains what happened. As you... Explain what happened over the past day or so. Virginia is like, so where's Nicklaus? We don't know. Possibly back at the plaza. That's where he told me he would be. But that was but that was a while ago, so he might not be there anymore. How long has it been since we were apprehended and brought in? Yeah, we can say it's nighttime now. It's actually pretty late, like post midnight. Virginia says, well, we're going to need him too. And she fumbles around in the glove compartment for a little bit, and she pulls out a sending Magitek 
and she gently throws it towards Hurkir. Oh god! Hurkir attempts to catch it. Alright, do a dexterity check. Natural one. <laughs> it, <laughs> it bonks you in the face. Ow! And then it falls into Cirrus's lap. That hurt. Hercule rubs his face where he just got hit. I pick up the match tech. Virginia says, tell, tell him we're going to this location, and she gives you an address. Where is this location? It's a diner uh, in North Cantaloon. I don't know. The last restaurant meeting I had did not go super well. <laughs> so what, you're never going to go to a restaurant again? I'm kind of hungry, though. It's been five hours. I didn't I didn't eat at your little brunch. Sirius rolls her eyes and uses the sending magitech. And Sirius is like, um, is this thing on? I've never used one of these. Um, yes. Nicholas, if you're getting this, we have been picked up from the police station by Virginia and Gauzar. And we're going to... It like, it like cuts off after Gauzar. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a character limit or a message? Yeah, there's like no. a 25 word character limit. Um, is there another uh, module in here? <laughs> another charge in here? <laughs> Virginia looks a little bit annoyed and she pulls out another one from the glove box and tosses it to you. Also roll a dexterity check. Alright. It's a 17. Yeah, you catch it. Cirrus uses it and is like, sorry about that. Now, where was I? Oh yes, meet us at address. She says the address. The scene cuts to Niklaus. There's actually a split moment where, as you head outside of the courtroom, you literally just miss Virginia Galazar and the rest of the party. Niklaus, you find yourself with Alistair, Tiger, and Audrey. Okay, so I'm with them. There's some type of uh, judge lady who Alistair was having a bit of a tiff with. And the last thing I remember, the uh, she said, it looks like they're already free or something like that, right? Yep. I turn and I look at Alistair. What does this mean? Alistair just shrugs. The class turns to Audrey. What does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> Each What's your reaction? What is your reaction to this, Audrey? <laughs> How do you feel? Audrey just looks confused. Judge Jody, what does this mean? <laughs> so, uh, what did Alistair, other, uh, other than the shrug, what did, he, what did he say? What did he do? Yeah, Alistair just says, well, if they're released already, there's not much we can do. I assume they'll head back to the plaza if they're free. Yeah, they may have allegedly been told to do that. Well, shall we head out? Yeah, it was nice meeting you, Judge Jody. Hope I hope I never have to end up in your court, but you seem you seem lovely. <laughs> she mostly just ignores you. <laughs> She's already on to the next case. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, let's go. Hmm, parking ticket. That'll be five years in jail. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Man, those mandatory sentencing guidelines are terrible <laughs> really getting out of hand these days it's actually just a spin thing so it's it's entirely arbitrary it's the yeah, wheel of justice it comes with like a little spinner <laughs> <laughs> so would you would you like to have the mandatory sentence of five years or would you like to spin the wheel of doom no, 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 wheel of justice wheel of justice wheel of justice wheel of justice Trial by combat, but we love justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, trial, trial by combat's one of the things that can show up on the on the. Oh, wheel. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Then there's another wheel that comes out after that to figure out who you will be fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what do you do, Niklaus? We start leaving. Yeah. The group heads out. Tiger says to you, Niklaus, you think they're going to be okay? I mean, they're they're I... adults. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, barely in her. Nikos was going to say they're perfectly capable of taking care of themselves, but then he didn't. And he's like, they're, they'll be fine. And then he didn't. And then he's like, we can hope for the best. I wonder who got them out. It has to be some corporate pool to do it that fast. Oh, you're right. I guess it would have to be someone in their corporations. But who would help them? Who would even know they were in jail? And how? I don't know. I guess hopefully they'll have more answers uh, when we meet up with them. You guys want to stop for some, like, ice cream on the way back? <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas has that horrendous ice cream headache at the moment the sendings come in. Justice makes messages. me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they have alfalfa flavor? Man, I don't see why not. If we do stuff for ice cream, I get some from Gobsu. I feel like he would like that. Too bad he's lactose intolerant. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, but Nikos knew that. He got him the soy-based one. <laughs> what a good it's friend. All, it's all soy-based. <laughs> yep. Audrey sort of shrugs at the suggestion of ice cream, but it appears that she is down. Alistair signals for a taxi, and it is a different goblin. And he has the taxi driver take you guys to Freeze Rock. Freeze Rock. Freeze Rock. So excited for this little diversion. It's not Cold Stone. It's Freeze Rock. <laughs> Can't believe it's not Cold Stone. I'm glad you got that because I didn't. I forgot that was a thing that we did. <laughs> I, had to, I had to work on it a little bit. I just co- I just completely bought into Freeze Rock. I was like, okay, cool. Last place called Freeze Rock. Cool. They only have 30 unique flavors. Yeah, they they're not Basket Leons. I also try to think of some sort of inverse <laughs> yeah, of Baskin Robbins. The, the Baskin and Robbins one was much harder. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alistair pays for everything. Oh, that, that's nice of him. What a bro. Yep. Now for the real question. What magical flavor of ice cream do you get? Lizard. Let's see. Is there I... a mystery flavor? <laughs> Always. There is a mystery flavor. I get the mystery flavor. You get a scoop of the mystery flavored ice cream. Do you try it? Yes. Nicklaus, you get a scoop of the mystery flavor, and it comes out blue. As you taste it, though, it tastes like peanuts. Oh. It's not that bad. Not bad. Let me roll something for you. It tastes pretty decent, but not good enough to give you inspiration. Okay. Ultimately, uninspiring. Yeah. You've had better luck with mystery protein bars. Mm-hmm. The group piles back into the taxi. Alistair was kind enough to get him also some ice cream. Oh, nice. Alistair hands him some ice cream, and he's just like... Rawr, 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 rawr. He actually drives while eating. He doesn't even put his hands on his on the driving wheel. It's sort of terrifying. Wow. Yeah, he just does it with his knee. One of those guys. Wee. So I have an extra ice cream for Gobsu, and I'm trying to decide which flavor I got him. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> That classic ice cream flavor. favorite. Checks out. And the taxi speeds back towards the apartment plaza. Just as you get out of the taxi, you get a mysterious psychic message from Sirius. It's in more spin. It goes through the dial-up sound. And Sirius's original message plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that it? I feel like she didn't really get to the part that was important. Oh, no. <laughs> I respond back. Uh, Cirrus, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think all of your message got sent. You only have 25 words, so you have to make sure that you are... Yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) The wires get crossed. Hopefully she hears that as she's trying to give her message to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Middle of my message, I start saying the thing he is saying. (laughs) The address is this, this, this. Only 25 words until blah, 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 blah. Virginia, I need another one. (laughs) (laughs) But you, you do get the address from Cirrus. Hey guys, I just got a message from Cirrus. It looks like uh, they're out and they want me to meet them at this address. Do you guys want to come? Everybody looks at you with ice cream in their mouths. And Audrey is like, yeah, they're all right, right? Uh, friends. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she really went into that. I would assume she would have said something if she wasn't. Plus, I also need a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger is like, uh, yeah, we're, we're a little bit behind now, actually. So I think we're going to go back to the office. Uh, oh. I mean, uh, let us know if you guys need help, of course, but... Sure, yeah. yeah I wouldn't want you to fall behind. What, what is it that you, you're, you're doing, exactly? Uh, we've, been, we've been working on your case, actually. I think we're close to a breakthrough. Oh, that's great. I'll let you get back to that. Sort of the standard line they feed everyone, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're waiting on a breakthrough. Uh, and then Nikos appears at the address somehow. <laughs> Magic. Audrey looks at your hesitation to get into yet another taxi. She she picks up on it. She's like, uh, "Hey Nikos, do you need to borrow some money?" Uh, maybe. Yeah, I only have. Nikos pulls the change up. Eighteen, eighteen coins left. She reaches in her wallet and hands you like a hundo. Oh, thank you so much. And then she's like, you want me to take that ice cream to Gobzu? If you don't mind, yeah, otherwise it'll melt. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. She also has one for Constance. Now she has one in her mouth and two in each hand. Yeah, so yeah, she's like carrying like three ice cream cups, cones. I don't know. She's probably more of a cone girl. So she's like talking like, okay, so, uh." yeah. I think we need to invest in some group motorcycles or something like that. I was trying to find something to like give her in exchange for the 100 gold. Did we buy the key with the 5% chance? Yep. We just never used it, huh? I mean, not yet. <laughs> okay, cool. Just checking. Forgot to write it down in my other set of uh, items I own. I, I hand her a ration. Here you go. In case you get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a starting item. Uh, She's like, oh, uh, great. Thank you. You're welcome. And you get back into the taxi. I give the taxi driver the new address. Yep, and you head out. Galazar parks on the street, and the two of them get out. You find yourselves standing outside a bit of a shabby-looking diner. I see you've gone all out for us. Only the best for my favorite people. Cirrus goes to whisper to Hirkir and says, So what happened between you and Niklaus and her? I get the sense that neither of you like each other, but also sort of not... That's correct. She represents the corpse, that's enough. Ah. Kirkir, you think back to the first time you met Virginia. And Galzar, you're in the garage of this police station, trying to break Audrey out, and you're pretty sure she kicked you a couple times. She totally did. You guys were able to escape, but later at one of Constance's hideouts, she reappears with a contingent of police officers, with the apparent goal of bringing Audrey back into the fold, so to say, the Valdivian fold, 
the party is able to escape again and carry out this mission of getting onto this train to get some Magitek, they follow. They attempt to chase you on this train, but they're hindered by the Goblin Gang, <laughs> essentially like a third party. And in the midst of the explosion and crash that killed Jack, she is wounded. Niklaus and Audrey help save her. She tells you guys to get out of there, and then later reports the entire party is dead, thereby somewhat clearing your names. <laughs> Due to the crash and her apparent failure in the mission, she and Galazar are demoted to internal affairs. As you guys are investigating Valerie's apartment, turns out they were investigating it too. It's a very suspicious apartment. Yep. And then after the whole bomb thing, Galazar tells you that Lillian, who is supposedly behind everything, is hosting a party. And he suggests a joint operation. All of that flashes through your head. So what do you tell Cirrus, having suddenly remembered everything? She's basically our nemesis, but we kind of have to work with her on this thing. Hmm, I guess. She did get us out of jail, which doesn't seem like something somebody's nemesis would do. Only because she needs us for this job. She represents the corpse, after all. Or Valdivian, anyway. Hugir, do one last insight check, actually. One last insight check. Seven. <laughs> he has no insight. Seven. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, Joey. <laughs> not a great score. If only it was an eight. <laughs> yeah. You just one off, man. Always just one off. Hugir, you briefly recall that Audrey and Virginia have a previous relationship. A close relationship, but that's about it. Right. But you don't have to tell Sirius about that if you don't want to. After your cursory explanation of your relationship with Virginia to Sirius, the two of you head inside the diner. And the four of you sit down at one of the tables. Is it a booth? Did we get a booth? Yeah, you get a booth. Whew. Nice! <laughs> a human waitress comes by. She pulls out some menus and gives it to you. Hercule looks at the menu. It's standard diner fare, but JYMO. Ugh, JYMO has the worst diner fare. Yeah, particularly the diner fare. <laughs> this is the stuff that doesn't make it into our protein bars. <laughs> Completely unnecessary detail, but Galzar gets an omelet. No, that was very necessary. Now I know that Galzar likes omelets, and that's going in his wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> Vital information. Yeah. Cirrus gets water because she's literally poor right now. Virginia gets the the Falcon's Reach breakfast. Fresh Falcon. <laughs> and she looks at Sirius and is like, Are you sure you don't want anything? This place is pretty good. I'm fine, but thank you. Everybody looks at Hirkir. Everybody slowly turns their heads towards Hirkir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that like... awkward moment where it's like completely silent and the waitress <laughs> is waiting for you to order. Who's paying for this? Hirkir looks pointedly at Virginia. I like how we've all become misers since we don't have any money. <laughs> since you guys are deeply, deeply in debt now. Cirrus has zero gold in her inventory. <laughs> there is a secret ledger of how much money you guys owe. I, I know it's large because of the taxi and because of yes or the last episode we did. <laughs> Virginia says, yeah, I got it. Maybe, maybe it'll stop you from staring daggers at me all the time. Her care orders the... A big stack of pancakes. Sirius gets ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery flavor? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what fucking flavor is it? <laughs> well, let me bring up the list of flavors. And I'll tell you. <laughs> this is the diner. There's only four flavors. The classic diner flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll cabbage, matcha, <laughs> ashtray. You don't you don't get the cabbage and corned beef. It's only the cabbage. It's just the cabbage. Sirius gets the corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> The waitress takes your orders and heads heads out. A couple of minutes later, Niklaus, your taxi arrives outside this diner. All right, this is my stop. Thanks for the ride. Do you head inside? Yep. Do I see my friends? Yep. As you head inside, you see your friends seated at a booth with Virginia and Galazar. Uh, Niklaus stops mid-stride, blinks a couple times, and then continues on to the table. They pull up a chair for you. At the booth? Yep. I have to sit at the edge of the booth? Oh, yep. oh yeah. Four-person booth. You're one of those guys. You were oh, late, bud. No. Yeah, man, that's what happens when you're the last one there. <laughs> this, is, this is the true consequence of trying to get away from the police three episodes ago. <laughs> oh, no. Joey's making you pay now. That's right. You don't get to be involved in any conversations. <laughs> you're awkwardly at the edge of all of them. Yeah. Seeing as there's no more room in the booth. Nikos will grab a chair from one of the uh, nearby tables, and he will do the Star Trek Next Generation Riker sit. <laughs> Nikos loves that move. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, now that everybody's out of jail and <laughs> we're all here together, let's get down to business. I lean over so I could speak around here, here, so I could speak to Nikos. And because he's at the edge of the table and it's super inconvenient. And I'm like, so looks like you are okay. Yeah, they ain't never taking me back. But uh, how did you guys get out of prison? I point at Virginia. They just let you out? Sirius frowns. We don't know what she did, but they let us out into her custody. Hmm. Guys, I'm sitting right here. Hercule pointedly ignores her. Hi, Virginia. <laughs> How's it going, Jerry? Sirius is just like, Jerry, under her breath. Using hand signs, Galazar replies, Hey, Nick. No C, just a K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're tight like that. Uh, Nikos flags down a waitress. She comes out. I'll just have a coffee and uh, keep them coming. <laughs> it's like nighttime. Oh, like we have a regular schedule. I drink more coffee at night than I do during the day. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how you know you're old when you when when you're in Dungeons and Dragons and you're considering the ramifications of your irregular sleeping <laughs> schedule. <laughs> Yeah, is Sirius getting enough REM sleep each night? <laughs> we can roll for it. <laughs> roll for REM. She brings you coffee. Do do all the uh, old wizards like uh, learn sleep so they don't suffer from insomnia anymore? Cast yeah, it's themselves. like magical ambient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes people cast it on themselves accidentally. They first got to reduce their hit points <laughs> enough though, so that it works. <laughs> I mean, that's how it's that's how it's advertised. Most everybody's health points aren't nearly as high as like the average health point is like ten, I think. See, most everybody has four hit points. I was wrong. <laughs> they are like wizards of old at first level. <laughs> yeah, the, the sleep Magitech is actually one of their most high, <laughs> one of the most highly coveted Magitech. Magically go to sleep. No side effects. It's uh, also popularly paired with uh, the alarm. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a getcha. The cause does one cream, one sugar. Add that to the wiki. <laughs> the waitress also brings out your food. Ah, uh, yes, my corned beef ice cream. Mm-mm. 
Nom 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 nom. Right, let me let me roll for ice cream. Nom 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 nom. That's gross. <coughs> oh, how's, how's the coffee? <laughs> Soy delicious. Uh, the the coffee rolls with disadvantage because it's not made by kobolds. The coffee's not great. It rolled a four out of twenty. <laughs> for diners, that's not bad. That's not bad. For reference, the corned beef ice cream rolled a five. <laughs> okay. it's a, are you rolling at disadvantage? Not for the corned beef. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Everybody chows down dramatically. It's like they didn't even use real corn, real fake corned beef. <laughs> Ooh, and I thought I used Tasha's caustic brew. Ooh. Oh. I add salt to the ice cream. Need salt. <laughs> Wait, I keep forgetting to mention, Sirius, your best friend just died. Yeah, so she's eating the ice cream very sadly. <laughs> and she's sort of staring off in the distance not really paying attention Valerie loved corned beef ice cream <laughs> and then a single tear streams down her eyes maybe the waitress should just leave the tub maybe she should yeah Valerie's paying or, yeah, Valerie's paying. or Virginia's nope, paying not, so. not Valerie <laughs> Valerie's, not, Valerie's not paying for anything anymore Sirius stares very angrily at here Kira. she's Siri paying for the consequences of her <laughs> can't believe you. Riku didn't say that. Did you hear the character voice? <laughs> <laughs> that was out of character. Mitchell says, I can't believe you. <laughs> Alright, so do you need me to spell everything out again? You want to send us to a party with this Lillian person. Yeah, we believe that Lillian is misusing Valdivian assets for his own personal gain. And we also think he's the one who's trying to take over your business plaza. And apparently he's also Nick Klaus's old boss. What is his interest in the plaza? That's what you're going to find out. Quick question. If I go to this party, won't Lillian recognize me? Disguise match tech. Hmm. Well, here's the kicker. And she pulls out three invitations. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. All right, who wants to read it? You are invited to an investment opportunity, bro. Costume Masquerade Party will precede an opportunity to join an exclusive group of investors on the bleeding edge of magical research. Address, home of Lillian Oja. Bro. <laughs> Virginia says, so I think you'll make do. Cool, 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 cool. Magical research. And she also pulls out a map, the apparent blueprints of Lillian Oja's mansion. Virginia points to about the front half. And she says, so this is the area that we've been able to surveil magically, but everything behind this door, and she's basically signaling the back half of the mansion, has anti-magic protections. Oh, what does that mean? It means that whatever he's hiding, it's probably there. Uh, does that mean any magic tech we have won't work in the back of the home? Possibly. There might be a central system of anti-magic field, but we haven't been able to find it. Hmm. So what we need you to do is to go in and first of all, find any evidence of him misusing Valdivian property. And as an added plus, you guys can figure out why he wants this stupid business plaza. Does seem like an opportunity to learn some things. When is the party? It's tomorrow evening. Uh, do you guys have any questions? Do you have any idea what 
sort of Valdivian property he may have been using illegally. As I'm sure Niklaus knows, Lillian heads several departments, including weapons research. So, who knows? Uh, I thought Niklaus was just an accountant type, Hercule looks at. Niklaus suspiciously. Or confusedly. Confusedly. Yes, that's better. Confusedly. <laughs> Awkwardly. Wait, that's what Hercule does. Everything. Oh, yeah, it's resting awkward face. <laughs> resting awkward face. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Lillian was head of the uh, internal audit department, but uh, I, I know his purview included other departments as well. Interesting. Um, in your investigation of Lillian, did you two come across any prior red flags in his file? Well, yes, there was one a couple of months ago. What were the details of that? Vague. Redacted? Partially, at least. I have a question. Um, when we do apprehend him, do you care what we do to him? Wait, apprehend? Which is, what? Acts like what he's done, what he's threatening to do, I can't forgive. Trying to take over the plaza? Trying to take over the plaza, ruin innocent lives, and murdering people who get in his way. All these things are bad. We don't, we don't know that Lillian's responsible for what happened to Valerie. Yeah, we're, we're going to gather information. I don't think we want to attack anyone necessarily. Yeah, Virginia says, yeah, I would very much prefer him alive. Yeah, I mean, we're not there to apprehend him though, right? Like, we're just gathering evidence or information. Yeah, I'm sure the, the party's going to have guards and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean... An arrest or apprehension would be an, an internal affairs thing, not a not a contractor thing like us. Cyrus says nothing. Cyrus may or may not be thinking about taking justice into her own hands. Niklaus looks at Cyrus's face. Is she thinking about taking justice into her own hands? <laughs> <laughs> She's like staring intently at her hands and saying justice. <laughs> in her hands. <laughs> she squeezes them. Her napkin yeah. that she is holding in her hands has the word justice written on it. She, she squeezes it. it. Out justice. No, 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 it doesn't say justice. It, it says uh, Lillian, and she like rips it into pieces. D do you actually want to roll a check? <laughs> yes, I do want to know, actually. All right, how about, are you hiding it, Sirius, or? Uh, yes. All right, go ahead and roll a insight versus deception. I feel like this is not the first of these rolls that we have contested roles that we've done first reversal of the <laughs> deception and insight uh sides though uh normally i'm the one deceiving okay i'm ready all right say three two one and we say it okay all right joey count us off <laughs> this is not good podcast <laughs> standard <laughs> operating procedure but all right three two one 19 all right that is a 16 it appears that Sirius is planning to take justice into her own hands. Niklaus creates a psychic connection to Hercure and says, Sirius is planning to take... <laughs> What's that, Niklaus? You got a little garble there. <laughs> Sorry, the coffee was just so terrible. <laughs> I'm going to have to take justice into my own hands. <laughs> Tele telepath telepathically, he says, uh, Hercure, it looks like Sirius is planning to take justice in her own hands. Can I respond telepathically? Yep. What? Yeah, she did that thing where she glares and crushes her fist, and then she says under her breath, justice. <laughs> justice. Oh. Uh-oh. Are you saying she could be a, a wild card at the event tomorrow? She might be something of a loose cannon. We gotta keep an eye on her. Or, 
great. It would like our job won't be hard enough. The worst case scenario, we just cast sleep on her. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just lie to her. She never catches the lies. That's true. But will she ever forgive you? I'll just lie about it. It's fine. Just lie all the way down. <laughs> We're just trying to live through tomorrow. That's, that's as long as I don't get caught. It's fine. Checks out. Checks out. Okay, we, we give a psychic brofist. What does Virginia say about uh, me insinuating that the internal affairs folks should do any arresting before we got derailed with justice in Cyrus's hands? Yeah. the The gist of it is that they need the like some concrete evidence to actually do something against him. Right. How about you roll a wisdom check? Twenty. Not natural. Yeah. You might not be very familiar with corporate structure, but you're able to, to sort of based on the fact that it's been made clear that Galazar and Virginia were demoted, that internal affairs at these companies is mostly a joke, and if you're actually trying to do your job, it's very stacked against you. Uh, which is why they, they need, like... Stooges? Yeah. <laughs> they mentioned earlier that there's some sort of weird bureaucracy that doesn't allow them to enter executive homes oh that checks out which as you put two and two together it obviously makes it very difficult for them to actually do their jobs essentially the entire ia department is just like that's where you go when you fucked up and you just sort of rot there virginia's not one for rotting though as we can tell yeah that's why she doesn't get along with her here because he's about the mushrooms <laughs> what <laughs> it all makes sense it all, now it all comes together in the end virginia says all right do you guys get it we'll be outside for support and she pulls out two soap sized stones and she passes one of them to niklaus and she says so these are sending stones they're my great great grandmother so i would like that one back eventually but using these we can stay in contact with each other Oh, that's very useful. We also got a shed over here. Uh, you guys can poke around and take anything you need. Ooh, a shed. Yeah. Once you guys are done eating, we can we can head on over. Okay. I'm assuming that's where our masquerade costumes are. Well, <laughs> you're on your own for that one. I don't have one of those around with me at all times. Also, does this uh, operation come with a budget? <laughs> a very limited budget. You may need to go shopping for clothes. Virginia looks at Galazar, and then Galazar is like, Whoa, me? Essentially, in <laughs> in body language. And then he like looks back at Virginia, and the two of the two of them sort of like stare each other down. Galazar totally is the fashion expert here, I know it. Because takes a loud sip of coffee. Wait, wait. Oh, I forgot how bad this was. Oh. Wait, hold on. Hold on. During the last uh, shopping episode, I bought fancy clothing, so I'm good. I guess I'll roll to see who who wins. Virginia rolls a four. Nice. Galzar rolls a 15. Nice. Uh, Virginia is like, Ugh. And she reaches into your wallet and hands you guys 200 gold. Woo! <clears throat> wow. I've never seen so much gold. Virginia pays for the food yes, she and does. then leads you guys outside and into what appears to be a nearby storage shed. She lifts up the garage door and inside are just a bunch of knickknacks. And everybody do a perception check. All right. 
everyone. Get your best roll of the night ready. Oh, this is not... Nope, it's not going to be good. 18 for Hercure. It's a 6. Sears can't focus. Oh, okay. I'm going to use my power to re-roll, because that was a nat 1. Oof. That's going to be a 9. Hercure's the only one who can stay on task. Sears, you're allergic to something in here. (laughs) As you try to rummage through, you see that there is a couple of random bottles of acid some dirty clothes and a pair of handcuffs i take the handcuffs and the acid nicklaus you see the same things but you see a small bottle labeled antitoxin nicklaus will take the antitoxin as well as a bottle of oil and some iron spikes takes he grabs it all into his hands to a giant like bear hug yeah (laughs) virginia is just like um are are you sure you need all of that if it fits in my pockets i can take it you never know what might be useful in the field. Hercure, on top of those things, you see that there's an apparent set of thieves' tools sitting next to what appears to be a displacer beast plushie. I take both those things. It's so cuddly. I love it. It then teleports out away. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, it does just like randomly teleport every now and then. Uh, Virginia says, you guys got everything you need? this displacer beast plushie we cannot be defeated oh yeah that's that's one of mine actually from when i was young okay weird place to keep it but sure i mean i don't need it anymore hercule shrugs they drop you off at the apartment complex as they drop you off virginia says so we'll pick you up tomorrow we'll be ready hercule looks askance at uh cirrus and niklos but mostly cirrus sure and they drop you off it's about like 3 a.m in the morning now i think it's time for sleep everyone get your sleep spells ready do you guys go to sleep Yes. Sears very sadly goes to sleep. Sears cries herself to sleep one silent tear at a time. Basically, she dreams about taking justice into her own hands. Niklaus, as you sleep, the voices in your head intensify for the first time. In a while, they're all yelling at you, and it's a little bit hard to make out what they're yelling. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Two. The cacophony of voices grows louder and louder until you wake up in a cold sweat. It's the middle of the night, or really closer to dawn. Beside you, you see Sirius fast asleep, also fitful, and Hirkir also nearby. Leave me out of your dreams, man. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Klaus shivers a bit and prestidigitates himself, sits up a little bit, and rubs his eyes. And as you prestidigitate yourself, it fizzles a little bit. It fizzles? Yeah, the effect that you were trying to achieve only occurs partially. The mm. Klaus takes a moment to more consciously do the hand motion for presentation, thinking maybe he was just not doing it well enough because he was asleep. Yeah, you try it again and do a constitution saving throw. It's a 25. You try to do the press the digitate motion again, and as you do, you catch a glimpse of your arm. And for, for a second, it looks like it's completely mangled, dried out, and just desiccated. And you blink again, and it's back to normal. Nikos, like, grasps his arm with his other hand and just feels it, like, 
What's going on? He gets up, walks to the bathroom, and like splashes water in his face. Then he stares into the mirror while he waits for the next thing to happen. Nothing happens. You stare in the mirror for like an hour. Okay. Long enough for Hercule and Sirius to wake up. Is it already? Is it already time? Well, it's uh, the next day, but we got a lot of uh, time before the party tonight. Guess we should prep. Well, we need masquerade masks. We do. Masquerade. So, some of us also need money. I guess we gotta go shopping. Yeah, I think I think I have everything I really need, but uh, I can go with you guys. Wow, we still need masks. I need to go shopping. Yeah, let's go shopping. Yeah, I have something to wear for tonight, but except for the mask. So, shopping trip? Shopping trip! Woohoo! To the Value Village. The Goodwill. Whatever. The three of you head down the stairs and you see Siesta nearby. He has his stall up and running and he's, from the distance, he's like, no. Siesta! My boy, Siesta. What wares have you brought us today? As the three of you approach, you see that he has expanded his selection. He has a slightly bigger selection of Magitech. His Magitite has also expanded, and he has also various other weapons, some armor, and there appears to be a used car of some sorts. Wow. That's something our group needs. Alright, I'll distract Siesta. You drive off with the car. <laughs> Siesta has wares. So many wares. Mall. What is this clothing that is available? Uh, the various clothing and the antique clothing? Yeah. Hugh, you see that Siesta has a rack of used clothing. On one rack, it's pretty modern stuff. It's not exactly super clean. <laughs> Neither is, is her care. <laughs> Nor is it particularly fashionable, but it's definitely stuff from at least like the past 50 years. On the other rack... You see that Siesta has a variety of clothing from the old times, from the pre-Magitech era. Ooh. Like, you're, you're pretty sure you see, like... So many ruffled shirts. Yeah, so many ruffled shirts, some wizard robes, some of that, like, real, like, roguey clothes. <laughs> <laughs> How quaint. So much black. Uh, among the clothing, does he have any masquerade masks? Sure. What would such an item cost? It's just one piece, so it's 20 gold. Ah, well, we need three. So I guess we're getting three masks for 60 gold. Do we get a book by discount? Wait, we can get... I can get uh, a new outfit as well if we want to try and get a clothing discount. Maybe a set of the antique clothing? Sure. I'll get a monocle. (laughs) So for the, the clothing, I'll say you need three pieces for a full set. Ah, I mean, I can I can go with the various more modern clothing since otherwise that's a lot of our cash, our budget. Yeah, so we we can say that a full set includes mask, top, and bottom. Okay, so we need five. If, if if you want it to match, you don't have to match if you don't want to. So five pieces of clothing, two masks, and then your full set. Does that sound good? Yep. So that's uh, oh my. Looking at that's, that's 100, 100. 100 gold. Okay, cool. How much is it? Uh, that's 100 gold. Mm-hmm. Did you still want to get a monocle? Yeah, I'll pay the monocle from my my monies. So I buy a monocle. It's a costume party. I gotta have a, a costume. Well, I'm good, unless you guys want to pick up like a firebolt module or something. 
That's like a whole hundred dollars. Like, yeah, that's how much we have left. So that'd be the last thing that we get. Sirius uh, is using a shotgun, and the witch bolt module for that is all two hundred dollars, which we do not have. So Sirius will first pay off her mountain of debt, and then start saving up. Also, it's really hard to smuggle in a shotgun. <laughs> it might that's be true. It might be a little difficult. Now, a dagger, on the other hand. Mm. What about a dagger with jewels? <laughs> That'd be part of your costume. It's a costume piece. That's why you get it through the security. Mm. Do we think that's worth it? I mean, what weapons are we planning on bringing? Uh, me. <laughs> and my magic. My body's <laughs> a weapon. <laughs> I have a... Well, technically, I can uh, hurt people with the spores that are just hanging around, so yes. I had a baton, but it wasn't really... I have the rope. I'm braided extra strength rope. Put a grappling hook on the end of that, and that's a weapon. I'll do it like a like a tassel. I've played Legend of Zelda. I know how that works. I know how this works. <laughs> yeah, I have a monocle and like the shoulder tassel. Nice. Sirius has like Sirius has a uh, has a baton that she could maybe somehow sneak in. Otherwise, her fists do like four damage. Yeah. Or you could do uh, you take like the the rapier. And do like a Wonder Woman in the along your back. Mm. Oh. Hmm. So should we buy any weapons or not? Uh, I'm good, but if you want one, we can get one. Ooh, we should get a, f- a fan. We can say it falls under various clothing. Oh, yeah, various clothing. I feel like you could have the, like, one of the collapsible ones, right? Then the baton will, like, be along the spine of it. Ooh. Okay, we could do that. That could be fun. I'll be like, oh, I just need to fan myself because of how hot it is in here. Huzzah! That's uh, another 20 gold. Okay, I'll mark it down. So in total, we spent 120 from group fund, and Nikos spent 25. Okay. So the the group is getting three masquerade masks, and uh, Herc here is rounding out his ensemble with two more various pieces of clothing to match. Nikos picked up a monocle, and uh, Cirrus picked up a fan. <laughs> like a little show, showy, luxurious battle fan. Siesta accepts your money, and he's like, Mal. 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 Here, here, what do your clothes look like? It's like what a poor person thinks classy would look like. Except obviously, <laughs> it's just the, like a the little... The sleeves are all extra poofy. Yeah, yeah. There's just like a li- something's a little bit off about the about the outfit. It's like a, a, a white shirt and black pants. But it's just like a little frill that no one of actual wealth would ever wear. But it looks makes it look more expensive. You got like the pleated shirt. Yes. <laughs> all right yeah you obtained the items it's like ding ding yay did it you guys can either interact with people or just fast forward until virginia picks you up i think i think Nicholas would be a little nervous and so he's not really uh gonna go socialize so i think he's ready to to or get to the party not really a socializing type to begin with so certainly more likely to be and Sir, but Cirrus, she's she's certainly talkative. She's chatty. She's uh she's in good spirits because nothing terrible was happening. Nothing's happened to her recently <laughs> that would make her feel bad or, or yeah. anything. Cirrus would normally be chatty and want to go hang out with people, but she's very sad today and upset and brooding, and so she goes and broods. Oh, Nikos does go back to uh, Siesta and buy the the weighted blanket. <laughs> okay, and he puts it in uh the room for Cirrus. Ah. 
What a bro. Yep. Sirius uh, decides to take a walk just to clear her head. Herker communes with the uh, the mosses and the lichens. Yep. The three of you hang out individually, and eventually each of you guys gets dressed and ready for the party. And then outside the business plaza, you see a familiar company branded levitating SUV roll up. The door opens and you see Virginia and Galazar inside. Well, here we go. Hercule plods over to the uh, SUV. Yeah, Nicholas follows behind. Before she gets in, under her breath, Sarah says, for justice, and gets in. This is Joe, your adequately okay dungeon master. Sorry for the two-week break in between episodes. There was a bit of stuff going on, mainly that I got COVID. That was not fun. Unlike the podcast. So if you're enjoying Adequately Advanced Magic, please do share it with family or friends, or connect with us on Twitter at AAMagicPod. Join us next time as Hirkir, Sirius, and Nick Klaus go to a party. <laughs>